Hello and welcome to another episode of Lore Council, the podcast from Shieldwall Productions, where we talk about anything and everything background lore and fluff related. On this episode, we have myself, John, Nathan, and Jacob. Yes, yeah, so we're um, classic Shieldwall, a little bit behind the times. The That's, time, well, the we, timely well, topic. You, you you were on time with it. We were on time with it. We'll pull and the that, curtain uh, back. Then goblins got into the recording. Yes. Yeah, so on the note, so topic wise. We'd, what happened is you didn't have the blessing of chaos to keep them away, because you did it without me. What happened was we were going to do. We did it. He didn't appease the machine spirit. You done? No. No. Okay. But go ahead. Jacob and I did a very, in my opinion, very good episode talking about the announced Warhammer Adventures Young Readers book series coming out. And then some gremlins, like Jacob said, got into the system, and we basically ended up sounding like chipmunks. And it was a what was it. 50-minute, hour-long recording. Did, did you say chipmunks or shitmunks? Same yes. thing. Yes. Because it ended up being about an hour-ish recording. And then when I go back to, you know, upload it, I'm glad I caught it. Because I technically uploaded I was like, wait, why is this only six minutes? <laughs> so, we're going we're gonna to do that. Maybe not timely on time topical, but it's still a topic we're talking about. Because we have some thoughts on it. And we have microphones and no one to stop us. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. The best part is they listen to us on purpose. I still don't believe that sometimes. I mean, I do. Because I know me and I know us. We're just not. Yeah, some of us, are, some of us here are a little bit more motivated, but still, we're too lazy to go out and just forcibly make people listen to us. I know, but I, I, I still have trouble believing that there's people that listen to us. Well, they do. Well, thank you for all of you, but. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. We do appreciate it. Even though Nathan's a doubter. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Warhammer Adventures. The kid-friendly Black Library book series coming up. The one grim three. darkness of the far future. And with a, fla- with a flashlight. And Sig- Age of Sigmar. And Age of Sigmar. The grim darkness of Warhammer universes with a flashlight. Yes. Now, or a lantern, depending on which uh, universe you're in. Yes. Now, safety light. With the, regards to the Age light. of Sigmar one, even if it wasn't Age of Sigmar, even if it was just Warhammer Fantasy, I'm okay with it being younger age characters because they're aiming for like you know early to mid teenage characters that makes a bit more sense to me in a medieval fantasy setting because that's technically middle age no sorry that's middle age that's technically adulthood you make it past your 20 you make it past 20 you are now middle-aged quite a few space range chapters recruit people at the age of 12 from gangs of hive, of hive cities yes but in terms of them going on a high-flying swashbuckling adventure in a fa- medieval fantasy setting, that yeah, that's kind of the age that in medieval times people would go on high fantasy or just swashbuckling adventures as a whole because they're not going to live much past that. Same thing with 40k. Yes, but thing anyway. Especially if you're born on a ship. Yes. Now I understand the upset response that it was met with. I don't. I said I understand it. I see both I sides. Of the court. I understand it objectively. That doesn't mean I agree with it. Yeah. I can have my cake and eat it too. Because it is a very big cake. And even though I am fat kid, I, I can't eat that much in one go. I can have, I can have it both ways. Because I can understand the, uh, you know, the upsetness. Not necessarily agree with it, but also kind of ten, like, tacitly agree with it. But the thing to remember is the target age demographic is 8 to 12 years old. Gentlemen. Get them started young. Yes, They'll now, never be able to afford drugs. Now, gentlemen, how old are we? Mid-20s? Uh, mid, sorry, mid-20s. Me. Yeah, I got a few weeks left in my 20s. And Jacob. Just started them. Yes. 
Do We're not of, the target audience. No, and nor are most of the people, sorry, probably 99% of the people being like, <laughs> although it might be John's reading level. You we know. just going to say that. <laughs> you know it's not. <laughs> I know. Because we just did my origin story where I talked about I'm fucking like 11, 10, 10, 11 years old. I'm reading Tolkien just fine, sir. I know. I can read. I just choose not to. <laughs> I've seen your grammar in Rainbow Six. No, you haven't. I use voice chat. Exactly. If you can see my grammar on voice chat, you need to see a doctor. No, that's the thing. You're not typing. Anyway, <laughs> individuals, adults uh, getting upset at a book that is marketed towards 8 to 12 year olds is like going to Kids R Us, trying on a shirt and being upset that it doesn't fit you. I mean, well, Jacob, no, would, Jacob, sh- Jacob would probably be surprised it doesn't fit him, though. Yes, Jacob is a slight build. Yes. I could kill him with a fart. <laughs> Break when he will disintegrate. Just to, you know, keep that in mind. catch me first. No, I just have to catch you downwind. Because <laughs> then I don't have to go anywhere. Except for the six inches I move one of my legs. Anyway. Now, I understand the outrage and, you know, like, it just doesn't make sense thematically, lore-wise, whatever, for, you know, kids going on high flight and taking on big bads, especially big bads like Necrons. Like, yes, I understand... Again, marketed to a 12 and it's good for the longevity of the hobby. The hobby has evolved. They're like, you know, back in my day, I read the normal Black Library back catalog. Well, back, in, back in your day, Demon S were topless. Yeah. Back in my day, and they could I get away with that. school both ways uphill. If you'd gone the other direction, you'd gone just downhill both ways, and you could ride a skateboard. <laughs> well, maybe... And if it was snow, you'd ride a snowboard. Maybe they didn't have skateboards back in my day. You're Jacob the youngest person. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say... Yeah. We we had Snake on Nokia. Yeah. Well, like, people are like, you know, I, I read, we, when I got into the hobby at that age, I read the Gritty Grim Dark Yes, 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 yes. But would your parents actually let you read them if they knew what was going on in those books? Precisely. And the answer is probably largely no. no. And they'd be totally within the, well within their rights as parents, because that's some pretty heavy material. Both in terms of just thematic, like, oh, soul crushing, because Grim Darkness, and also very graphic. Both in terms of 40k and fantasy, such as, well, I guess fantasy back in the day. Yeah. Like, it is not, uh, it is objectively not appropriate for young children. No. But young children still want to get into it, especially if they see all the other family members who are super into it. It's like, well, I want into it too. It's like, well, it's just, this is, this is good for the hobby in the long run. And ultimately, you don't have to read it because it's not for you. And yes, as funny as it'll be, you know, and have them. Plucky youngsters confront the Necron big bag. You'll never get away with this, Falzinos, and have the Necron just be like, and just rip them in half. I'm going to rip you in half now. I'm going to rip you in half now. Freaking eviscerate the main lead and have the secondary character be like, because there's also Space Marines, of course, they're Ultramarines. You're like, my Lord of Authorities, how could we ever have prevented this? Space Marine holds up a single a clipboard with a single piece of paper with two words on it. Get good. <laughs> Well, more importantly, I don't know, don't send kids into doing a story's job, but at the end of the day, I'm sure it'll be fine, because it's not like, if Black Library's going to do something, they're going to do it properly? Well, they are. Yeah. Don't look at me in that tone of voice, Nathan. Blame. This isn't a video podcast yet. The lane is they, 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 they still did, um, Blood Ravens. Yeah. But they've learned, and the authors that they have on this project are good. They are good. Which ones? I don't know off the top of my head. I just know that they're good. <laughs> Listen, and they've... Point is, Games Workshop is at a point 
where they're not going to do anything if they're not if it's not going to be done properly. They are. Usually. Point is, if they're not going to do anything new without doing it wholly properly, and I have faith that this is going to be good for the hobby. It's going to yeah. be exactly what it's meant to be, which is a younger hobbyist. Like Get them person. addicted sooner. Yes, and properly. as funny as it would be, you know, have the Necron big bad eviscerate the young, lad, young young characters. That won't happen because, of course, it won't. Funny though it would be, of course, it won't. It's not supposed to. This is for the young kids. Now, it will be funny, objectively. When, when they, they finish these books, I'm like, I want to read the rest of Block Library. It's like, cool. <laughs> let's... Buckle up, buttercup. Seriously, let's start... And then a planet gets virus bomb. Not even that. Let's start with the Great Knights on the bus with the very first pages that describing an entire planet that's been crucified, but kept alive, and their screams of pain and torment can be heard from orbit. Let's start there, kiddos. How about we start with Malice Darkblade? <laughs> no. Chapter one starts on the ship right after a raid. Mm-hmm. They torture the prisoners. Yes, they do. They have fun with them. Yes, they do. Because Dark Elves. Yeah. The Dark Elves books were, as uh, the uh, manager at the time put it, they were a rated R book. Yeah. The uh, the Warhammer fantasy with the guy transcribing and making the Chaos Tomes. Oh, yes. That was a fun book, too. Oh, yeah. That one gave me interesting dreams. See, so I'm excited for the parents who are going to be completely oblivious because parents never look into what they're like the hobbies hey, their kids fantasy. are doing. Be fine. Even less so now, I will say it. Yeah, they, they're going to go into Barnes and Nobles. They're going to be like, oh, those hey, I recognize Warhammer 40K. I'm going to get them a couple books. Reading's good. And here's the thing, like, this actually allows parents to feel good, like having their kids read something age appropriate that they're interested in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mommy, I keep seeing chaos demons in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sell that book anymore. It's not in print. Uh, <laughs> but, like, and even not just from there's like, wow, that was nightmare fuel, but just, like, in terms of just, like, ooh, right in the fields. Let's talk Horus Heresy on that one. Gaunt's Ghost. Gaunt's Ghost, too. Like, yeah, I guess, I guess take your pick in terms of 40K. <laughs> Anything by Dan Abnitz? Seriously, that man plays with your emotions like they're toys. I, I love it. Yeah, we all do. Dan, keep writing, please. Yes. Any of the Guardsman books? Yeah, like even like the Guardsman short books or whatever, like 15 Hours or Dead Men Walking, whatever. Dead Men Walking will... That, that will uh, fuck up some kids. Yeah. That, that book is fucked. As an adult who read it last year, that that, that, <laughs> that hurt. Yeah, no. show me on the doll where it hurt you. Points to heart. A lot to be everywhere. <laughs> but like, it's one of those things where like, yes, can be marketed towards younger audiences. So surely that you're not going to be like, okay, this is our one. You know, the story, the adventure, whatever. Long over spending the books is done, and no more. They're going to have to keep going with it in order to make it a a do it properly really because they can't do it like okay one and now back to the gritty grim dark because ultimately because i'm sure it'll do fine financially yeah. it'll sell well despite the internet outrage because again it's not for us adults and as austin said when when 40k new edition was coming out it's like the rest of the black library is still there it's not yeah. going anywhere you can still read those books you want to know why because you have them you own them no one's going to come take them away if you don't own them why are you complaining because <laughs> people like to be outraged, Nathan. I know. Stop and torrenting. Of all, and of all the things to be outraged of, I'm not dying on this particular hill. Because I understand the outrage I do objectively. 
I do. Listen, I, I understand. That's again, but like I said, it doesn't mean I agree with it. He needs to s- save his effort for the uh, for the wolfing. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the new wolf. That's and the hill he's dying on. Motherfucker, I've died on that hill <laughs> several times. And we just stopped reviving him. See, I seriously, it's like fucking battlefield where people where the medic keeps reviving you while you're just in the line of fire. Just let me die. <laughs> but this is funnier. <laughs> And then you don't respawn, and then they recapture the point, and you would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I have somewhat of a theory of this. The, the way they're doing this is it's like, you know, they're not entirely just pushing you into the abyss of grim darkness that is the 41st millennia. Because that's not kid-friendly, Jacob. You know, <laughs> there, there's at least one rock you're going to hit on the way down, and that's kids' books. Right. Because the author, and I, I said this on the one that we lost due to gremlins, but the author said, I'm delighted to bring the adventures and excitement and the thrills of the 30, uh, 41st millennia to a new generation. There are going to be space battles and monsters, fearsome aliens, dangerous villains. They, you know, There's going to be uh, friendship and bravery, blah, blah, blah. Friendship um, is magic. Magic is heresy. They, but going on down down the quote, he says, as their quest begins, they'll have to quickly learn who they can trust and what risks are worth taking. Above all else, they'll need to, uh, they'll need to learn they need each other to survive. So I think, you know, and it's just my theory, it's still going to be, you know, it's going to be kid-friendly, but it's going to be kid-friendly grimdark. Because that, you know, they'll need to learn what risks are worth taking, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it isn't just as, you know, safety night light as you think right. it is. It's not going to be industrial grade gravel. Yeah. It's going to be brackish water. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That's fine because you got to, if you try to teach kids how to swim by just chucking them in the deep end without water wings, nothing, you're going to get a dead kid. I didn't die. <laughs> You probably wish I would have. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, you got no idea. <laughs> but yeah, and like even on that note, like, you know, they can ease them into it. Give them that one rock to hit on their way down. Yeah. The one the one branch that's growing out of the growing out of the cliff that they get snagged on for a little bit to slow the descent. Because it gives them that little bit of hope so when you take it away, when you it's gonna pull the wool off their eyes. It's gonna be that much worse. <laughs> like I said, you know, like Great, high-flying kid in front of the adventure. And now to the rest of the Black Library. <laughs> <laughs> and now to the horse heresy. Yeah. It's like, no, that's actually the other thing. Like, you know, like, you know, they have a hard, you know, parents, you know, kind of struggle finding a way to, you know, introduce their kids, children to the Black Library with 40K in particular. And, you know, we have a hard time recommending the horse heresy series because that's all about nine brothers overthrowing their father. We have a hard time recommending that to parents for their kids to read because patricide. Well, <laughs> if their father wasn't a piece of shit parent. <laughs> yeah. Gullivan said it himself, great leader, horrible father. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hard to be a good father when you have an entire empire trying on a crusade. But it's easy I mean, to like be more uh, than... but, but it's easy to be a bad father when you don't give a damn and don't try. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't take the fifteen minutes it would take to completely sit down with your kids and go, hey, this is what's going on. And here's At the same what I'm time, doing. Horace, you have one job. Don't fuck up. Well, this Magnus also hard. has one job. Don't fuck up. This Russ has hard. one job. Don't go crazy. Angus has one job. Take the nails on your fucking skull. Dorn, it would kill him. Dorn, you have one job. Stop trace. Uh, stop uh, f- trying to f- fight the uh, the goddamn Iron Warriors. 
Iron Warriors, suck it up. You're not as good as Imperial, uh, the Imperial Fists. Or prove you're better. Enough for the decimation already. <laughs> Again, sit, 15 minutes sit down. Probably would have avoided the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Kurz, I'm not trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. Elena's Pius did his one job. Don't worry, Fulgrim. You are still just as pretty as Sanguinius. <laughs> <You're not. laughs> that, I'm sorry. That's just objectively not true. Fulgrim, that sword is not made for you. Also, Fulgrim, you do know that swords aren't supposed to talk. <laughs> Give that to Pops. We're going to go ahead and get rid of that now. Now it's mine. Precious. Precious. Now we're crossing the stream there, but anyway. Fulgrim, stop doing drugs. You're tearing this family apart. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love the quote where Fulgrim's talking to the con and just, you know, I've heard from the... That's on Mars. You do strange things to your ships. Khan stares back with a heavy lid there. I've heard you do strange things to your warriors. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, well, you're not wrong. Nope, not wrong at all. You're not wrong, but I wish you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like these kid-friendly books. They're fine. They'll be good for that. And again, you don't have to read them. No one like. And the, the are, worst thing about them is the art. Orcs are. Already, and I will fight you on this. Orcs are already killed. Orcs are already kid friendly. They're not angry. They just like to fight and shoot things. Yeah. I know for one, I will buy be buying my nieces and nephews these books, and then I will be buying them the horse heresy afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Why not? My sisters are gonna hate me. Don't they already? I mean, more uh, on and off. It won't be so much on and off anymore. It's just going to be always on. They're just going to hate the shit out of you, kind of like me. I mean, there, there won't be an easy way to make it so you're not invited to family reunions anymore. They'll have a very easy... You, but I feel like that's Assuming not really a punishment. I, am? <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like even if he's not already uninvited, that's not really a punishment for Jacob. It is just a I know, that's like benefit. his goal. The fringe benefit, sir. I get to spend more time at the hobby shop. Yeah. Yeah, who am I kidding? Rising Storm 2, Vietnam. <laughs> I keep trying to drag you out there to work on your guardsmen. And you keep failing. Because you're not actually... You literally have stuff sitting there waiting for you with your I name on it. I have stuff in my car no, right now. No, no, no. You have stuff sitting there waiting for you you've already paid for. I know. I thought it That's would make me... That's man. I thought it would make me come in, but I was wrong. Do we need to rent a panel van, Nathan? I think you need to get, like, a pillowcase and duct tape, throw it over my head and throw me in the back of the trunk. The trunk problem is, is no, no, my trunk is big enough. So is mine. My car's bigger than yours. So is a ah, Prius. Have you seen me? Yours. Your trunk is also sealed and separated from the rest of the uh-huh. vehicle. So mine's just... actually a trunk. Yours is kind of extension of the vehicle, extension of the cab. Yes, yes. I see your point. Better, more, more effective for kidnapping. Anyway, talks of kidnapping are aside. <laughs> It's really a good thing that Austin's in charge of HR. Because he just, like, I can't do anything until they actually do it. With proof. Nathan, we're thorough. Well, you are. <laughs> if I was, you wouldn't know it. That's my point. <laughs> um, we need to just start submitting HR claims. Just, just for everything. You gotta give them something to do. Uh, well... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so back on top real quick, and then we can go back to our tangents. Yeah. It, it's going to work. It is. Like, as long as they do Black Library level of, you know, involvement, 
Which you know they are. Which you know if they are. If they're doing this, that means that as long as they're not stopping the rest of the Black Library series, what's the big deal? Seriously, and you because they're doing it, you know they've been they've had it in the works for quite some time. They're being thorough about it. Of you, course they are. You know what I hope they do the kids books, uh, then like a slight bridge to like young adult. Hmm. And then you, you, you the thought, same character following the same <clears throat> characters and just watching the spirit slowly break. I mean, they did Eisenhorn where he started off pure and end up renegade. Yeah. Oh boy, they totally could do it because you, you <laughs> yeah, because he starts off first book very puritan. Ah, uh, 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 Third book, he's something demon hosts. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. 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 His friend, one yep. of his allies, gets wounded, so he summons, he turns him into a bound demon. <laughs> See, and it would work so well because you'd have you'd have the you know the ship captain's daughter who who wants to avoid you know any sort of confrontation and try to argue her way out of it. She goes into the like light adult like the early adult novels where you know she's a little bit more okay. You know this is what we have to do, and then you go into like and full forty k and Gellerfield's flicker for a moment. Half the ship is in torment. No, then as an, you see her as an adult, and she's commanding the world leader's uh, command vessel. <laughs> this, this is forty k, not thirty k. I know. Otherwise, I, I, I know. I, otherwise, I'd totally be on board with this. I oh, really yeah. would. That's no, for her. Seriously, Captain she gets Lutano. an order by the Inquisition to viral bomb a planet. Doesn't even look at the button to push it. <laughs> just sitting there looking at just a data set full of other shit she has to do that day. Just okay, right. cool. Beep. And <laughs> honestly. I would I'd read it from the kids books just because it would be that much more brutal. <laughs> and again, they are towing that kind of fine lines. Like, okay, do they continue the series to kind of like go trick and feel style indefinitely and give them all kinds of plot armor, just like have it keep going? Because otherwise, they did it for the Ultramarines. Because otherwise, it's just like cool. <laughs> now that the kid venture is over, into the grit pit. <laughs> And now, Jacob, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote something that you said on the Lost episode. Like, yes, you know, Gritty Grimdark can be funny for these kids just to get fucking Rolf stomped in dumb mulch by the Necron Overlord. But even in the grim darkness of the 40th millennium, there is still occasionally a sunny day. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is the Imperium of Man is so massive, so massive that even the Imperial Guard, you you can't count how many Imperial Guard there are at one time. You just can't count how many humans there are. There are going to be those stories which don't have a grimdark ending, where yeah. things do go right, because... Occasionally, they do just live happily ever Your after. odds might be one in a million for it to happen, but that's, that's going to happen a like, few times a day throughout the universe. Yeah. In a universe that big, universe big pace, one in a million odds ain't bad. I mean, there are guard units that don't Get take, the right gear. You know, they get the right gear. <laughs> go to the right place. They get the right training, and they actually do pretty well. Have competent officers. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and, and that's why I love, and, you know, continuing off the topic from the, the Lost episode, you know, <laughs> there. that's why I love doing it in a roleplay setting as well, because, you know, the, there is without a doubt a planet where, you know, yeah, sure, it's pretty decent, except, you know, for Chaos and Col- uh, Incursion starting up. But, you know, <laughs> besides that, you know, there... It's, it's everything's pretty decent. Until, everything's pretty decent until the player characters arrive. If if Damn every, right. if everything was shitty all the time, it wouldn't be a compelling universe. Yeah, and no no humans would have any goal or drive to actually carry out a mission because they're like, it's gonna suck before, it's gonna suck after. Why should I do anything? It's gonna suck during. The and either way, we do the mission, we don't do the mission. We're gonna die anyway. What's the point? Might as well just die sooner rather than drawing it out. Yeah, and no. It's not that kind of universe. If there was no... It wouldn't be compelling. And that's the thing about the Imperium Man. If there was no hope, the Imperium of Man would fail. Hope is the first step on the road to disappointments. 
but <laughs> makes for a I know um, rather key narrative pillar. That's literally one of the quotes from the Inquisition. I understand in this. Dawn of War. I understand. It's not Inquisition. It's actually, librarians. Librarian. I understand this, Nathan, but like that is also someone who is centuries old. They have had their hope eroded. Oh yeah. Like if everyone just came sprung out of the womb, just like there is no hope for anything. Everything is horrible. Well, Kadia. I like the way this sucks. <laughs> Pretty much. The planet broke before the guard did because the an iron core is is weaker than the backs of men. Yes. Also, they had nowhere to run. Where the fuck were they going to go? Deeper into their foxholes. <laughs> you asked you asked the question. I gave you an answer. Yeah, I know. It wasn't a very good one. The but one, I was on the spot. The one thing about Cadians, they didn't continue to fight after the planet broke. If it was the Death Corps Krieg, they would have still made trenches on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, this this is my fragment of planet. Stay off, get off my rock. Yeah, you know, Chaos should think it's aim pointed star that it wasn't the Death Corps holding Cadia. <laughs> Still, we going back to the, an earlier podcast we did Death Corps Krieg versus you know Iron Warriors. <laughs> Whoever wins, everyone loses. Yep. The the planet breaks. They say, okay, that was fun. Let's go to the next planet. Mm-hmm. Good war. Next planet. <laughs> That's why that's why it'd be so awesome if like there was a splitter of Death Corps that went to chaos and sided with the Iron Warriors. Yeah. You know what I'm I sure would love? Happened. The the Iron Warriors to start fighting Death Corps Krieg and be like are, are we, we need to re- it, we need to recruit these bastards. Are wait, these these guys are loyalists? Yeah. These guys are human? Yeah. What the fuck is this? Okay, we're done talking about Warmers. Hey Gulliman. Nah. These guys put your guys to shame. And they're not even Astartes. Yeah. So, right, I think we're done. <laughs> go, going back to the topic at hand, like, it, it should work pretty well. And as long... I a, yeah, I have every confidence it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's people just being outraged for the sake of being outraged. But again, I understand it. Like, it's not my black library, not the black library. I remember it's like, yeah, the black library I grew up with was fucking horrifying. They, right. <laughs> this is the community where if you change a four up to a three up... Everyone loses their mind. And vice versa. Change a four up to a three up or a three up to a four up. Everyone's getting their pitchforks and torches. No, no. They're just going to their keyboards. They won't actually get up off their ass. And I mean, granted, it is fun to grab your pitchforks and torches. But at the same time, it's it's good to step back and be like, you know what? As as much as we love our Eventually, Matt Ward is going to run out of towns to flee from. See, at the end of the day... I have to. All right, moving on. (laughs) Is as much as we love our grimdark universe, what makes our grimdark universe more fun? More people to experience the grimdark universe. More people to fuck with. Yeah. Sure. For Jacob. For for our future pitchfork mobs, we we need the kids, you know, who are gonna start off reading these books. Yeah. Makes sense. But again, going back to what it is, and you're like, you know, parents if they knew what was in the Black Library books, they absolutely wouldn't. And not just parents, but like. Us now, like me now, like all joking aside of the kind of parent I may or may not end up being, like, no, like, my kids can wait till they're the appropriate age to read the rest of the Black Library stuff because yeah. this is just not suitable for them. And I already don't sleep enough as it is. I don't really need to be like, it's just a dream. Corn's not going to come rip out your spine. God damn it, Horace. Why do you keep betraying the Emperor even by my dreams? It's just the sniffles. You don't have some nurglish plague. <laughs> I don't know. At the same time... But the more you keep worrying about it, the more I keep wishing you do. You know, 
being a parent in the 21st century, I'd probably let my kids read it for the sole reason they're reading a book. <laughs> you raise an excellent point, to be quite honest. Because, you know, they <laughs> could like, oh, be it's not a, it's not a screen! Yeah. I mean... Unless it's a Kindle or tablet, but the point is they're reading. It's not subtitles. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, yeah, they, they carry dark subject matter, but... I don't know, I, by the time I expect my kids to actually be able to read and understand that, they'd probably be old enough. And it would be probably, arguably, less worse than half the shit they're going to see on screen. Elsewhere, yeah. Yeah. Frankly, yeah and, I mean, and they'll have a colorful vocabulary. Well, <laughs> for one reason or another. A lot of those colors are red, or in Nurgle's <laughs> case, green and brown, sometimes purple and black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to find a lot of um, suitable substitutes for the F word. Yeah. yeah. Not Fulgrim being one of them. <laughs> well, no, like, when you read, like, the... That's right. When you read the Penal Legion. The Penal Legion. They, they say frag a lot. Or in Gaunt's Ghost, Feth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they'll have a lot of substitutes for the F word. Mm-hmm. And it'll be all be hilarious and adorable. <laughs> and then they're going to get in trouble at school for saying stuff like frag or whatever. But then I'll fire back with, like, but they didn't actually say an expletive. Yeah. But they mentioned it as such, like, so? <laughs> the what? They're like, doesn't matter. They didn't say it. Anyway. Your, your kid said fucking school at home. What the fuck, Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My future. <laughs> no, like, you know, this is ultimately good for the longevity of the hobby. It really is. And I mean, going going back to the topic of the lost episode as well, what what was you know, Games Workshop's targeted audience at first? Anyways, it not was, children, Jacob. It, it was young, like teens in the no, UK. No, right? I know because using in the UK, it was just like far too into um, just collecting no, 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 historical it's, miniatures. It's, it's younger adults. Okay, but adults, adults, yeah, sure. Because so people, yeah. your current age, Jacob. Shush you. Sorry. <laughs> Because in the UK, you have time off, mm-hmm. and the weather sucks. Mm-hmm. One way or another, year-round, the weather just kind of sucks. And it doesn't yep. in Illinois? We get, we get bright It's patches. a different kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. It all sucks the same. Well, given where we live we're, we're, not surra- actually, we're not on an island surrounded by ocean. On the receiving end of a Gulf Oh, no, stream. we're like yeah. next to Lake Michigan. No, no, but not surrounded by an ocean. Right. Ocean of farmland. <laughs> Not the same, Jacob. So yes, so the, a lot of it's a lot more common in across Europe and especially the UK to have miniature game hobbies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they targeted adults because it was an adult thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they got away with, and they were a smaller company that time. So yeah, they got away with more grim dark and more just heavy metal and sexually explicit. Yeah. Well, not even sexually explicit, just more topless. Yeah. Because it's not like it's... They don't want the R rating. They just want the PG-13. Uh, they want the R rating, not the X rating. Yeah. That's it. But at the same time, at that given time, a PG movie usually had topless women in it anyways. It was a different time. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, this is ultimately good for longevity. And it is showing that the hobby is capable of evolving and growing to adapt to continue to sustain itself. And ultimately, that's what we as hobbyists... <laughs> to make more money... So you have more people to play around. games against. Yes. That too. So, like, 
I don't know. Do you remember, we were all there, even if we were reading the just bog standard, grim, gritty, grim, dark, black library stuff. We were all still those fresh, fresh, impressionable, just like super overly excited who just like talking about all the new lore stuff they we've read. And all the veteran hobbits just like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Wait till you find out about this. Yeah, it's on us to keep that excitement, that excited flame going as long as possible to encourage them to stay in the hobby. We want more hobbyists. And at the same time, like, this is the same community who's like, you know, uh, you know, felines and all the other ridiculous shit is okay. That's fine, but children yeah. going on a high-flying spacefaring adventure, no. That's Carlos McConnell, the, you know, the most interesting man of the 41st millennia. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's fine. You, mm. you know, he can get away with that, all his shenanigans without, you know, anything. But, you know, this... This isn't okay. Children going on a high-flying spacefaring adventure and not getting mulched immediately? No, that's not... That's not my 40k. It's not canon. It's not canon. It's like, well... Yeah, actually it is. It's literally about to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, kind of deal with it. And also because it's not targeted towards you, you don't have to read it. At least they're not going the Disney route and erasing all the previous canon. Oh. <sighs> then there really would be a pitchfork-wielding mob. <laughs> Could you imagine... Then I would understand the rage. I'd be right there with them. So would most black library authors, I think. Seriously, they'd be like, uh, what the, you're, you what? <laughs> We're erasing all the canon starting fresh with these young adult books. Like, the fuck you're not. I'm sorry, wasn't this, the, what's this money train called the Horse Heresy you've been milking this whole decade? Seriously. Actually, at this point, 13 years now? Yeah, like, no, like, I was, was a kid when that book, when those books started. It was supposed to be 10 books long. <laughs> you know that now? Um, not <clears> ten, <throat> higher than ten. Bookwise, w was at forty last year. That's just full-length novel, not including novella, yeah. short stories, whatever. <laughs> because it makes money. Yep, it makes a lot of money because people want to read it. Yeah. Receptionist walks into the GW, you know, CEO office. So you know how he told us to erase all that canon. Well, apparently some people built, or are starting to build, a macro cannon aimed at our office. Also, sir, there's an angry mob that wants to have a word with you. I penciled them for 10 o'clock. Does that well, work for you? I've got an angry mob that's scheduled for 9, 9.30, 10, 10.30. I do half-hour meetings because there's so many of them. It's going to be like this for the next month and a half. Mm -hmm. And there's 10 at a time. Yeah. And those are just I hope you don't want weekends off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So about my overtime. <laughs> that's why you have. That's why they're salaried. <laughs> yeah, just you got all these meetings from here, and um, I don't really want to deal with this. So also, here's my two weeks. <laughs> have mm. fun. You started this fire. But only no, that's not what's happening. No, it's not. So be thankful, at least for one thing. I think more. Just keep in mind. Be that thankful. We don't have a mouse leading us. It's just not, we're not the target demographic, even though I'm sure they'll be plenty enjoyable to read, if you just give them a chance. And, you know, for all you people who are still going to get angry at it, I'd take a, I'd, I'd recommend reading it, because it, it might be right along your uh, reading level. Also, like, if you're going to be outraged about something when it comes up, maybe know what you should be outraged about, rather than just the core concepts, so you can have some bit more substance to your arguments, even if they are just kind of... If you're going to be outraged about something with the Games Workshop, I, I'd actually join Crash with this one. Be outraged that they don't have Tau dice yet. Every army has gotten specific dice except Tau. Yeah. You're not wrong. 
You're actually really right. But they're all about... No, no, no. When, when the codexes have been released, every codex so far has I had understand. dice to go with it, except the Tau. I understand. That's what the Tau is all about. Merging with cultures new like that. So the Tau can just use everyone else's dice. <laughs> no, For the greater good. If, if, if they did release them, you want to know how you'd be an asshole? Give them to your buddy when he's uh, rolling for close combat. Yeah, but if they're mine, they're going to work well. No, the one question I'd have about Tau dice, if they ever get released, is... Will it blend? That's the question. <laughs> that is the question. I'm sure the answer is don't breathe this. But anyway. God, that was a great series. Yes, have we said everything we need to say about Warhammer Adventures in Black Library as a whole? And oh, yeah. Things? Okay, cool. Um, we welcome open discussion about this. Again, I know we're a little late to the party on this one. Damn gremlins. Fucking Gretchen in the systems! Yep. They somehow went incorporeal and got into the software. We weren't just gnawing on the wires like they normally do. And when I say they, I mean me. <laughs> and, and if anyone is a Texorcist and looking to put in a job application... I hope you like working for free, <laughs> Jacob. Like, you, you right? just have the job applications yet. You, you just got to take a 3,000 page... Uh, a 3,000 question test in under an hour. <clears throat> that, yeah, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna write that one up? I will. I mean, if if we got someone who actually wanted to do it, yeah, sure. Yeah. You're, I'm a DM. You, you forget <laughs> how much effort I put into into the small things. You raise a good point. Point being that I don't have to write it. Cool. Let's work for me. But anyway, thank you all very much for listening to another episode of Lore Council. And wherever you're listening to us too, be it SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever, don't forget to subscribe if you are not subscribed already. And if you have any requests for future episodes of Lore Council or uh, Behind the Shield, or not Behind the Shield, um, General Nerd Sense or Loose Brews, we absolutely welcome and encourage requests and suggestions because we want to talk about the stuff that you guys want us to talk about and be entertained by. We might even do some research on it too if we don't really know much about it. Um, but not likely. I'll do re- that, I, I just, that is how this I, series I started. I have and a I would, cell phone in front of me. People would ask, if someone would ask me, like, I, tell me more about this. And I'm like, all right, give me a minute. And by a minute, I mean an hour. And I just do a full run of research. And yes, I yeah, will do like, research on hey, this. Nathan, do you know what this one means? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we take requests. We love doing requests. Yeah. And for your requests, head on over to our Facebook page, Shieldwall Productions on Facebook.com. And Jacob, do you have... Yep, you can also go on Twitter at the official SWP for Shieldwall Productions and, uh, you know, send me a tweet and there or Jacob. DM and I'll... Uh... Yeah, Jacob primarily runs that, so you can totally harass him there. I, I mean, you. primarily, Jacob entirely runs that. Yeah, I mean, I... Did you ever send me one? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so go harass Jacob on Twitter if you want to. Otherwise, you deal with any of the rest of us on Facebook and we... I say, when I say deal, I mean get the... Interact with. Interact with, yeah. And we want to interact with you guys, so head on over to our Facebook. And if you feel like giving Jacob a hard time, you better. Yep. But anyway, until next time, dear listeners, doodles.